You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G Network. Join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bella's podcast. Yes, welcome back and welcome to the Bella's baby shower episode. I'm just so excited. We get to do this with our Bella army. I mean, we got baby shower games. We have all of your mommy tips and so much more. All right, here we go. Happy Wednesday, Bella Army. I'm Nicole. And I'm Bree, and this is the Bella's Podcast. So we're definitely going to get to the baby shower, but I just have to say thank you all so much for your thoughts and prayers for Mama Bella. It meant the world to Bree and I and to her. It really did. And you know what that means. It's time for opening up. So let's pop that bottle. All right, you guys, today we are opening up with a drink that's called Impregnation Celebration. We're pregnant, so you know us. We have to drink mocktails. And a little bit of the celebration is we just finished the first part of Total Bellas. So we have filmed all the way up until the babies come, which is a big celebration to Nicole and I. (laughs) Massive celebration. So we've been filming the last six weeks It's been intense. We know you guys are going to love it. Um, We come back, you know, this fall. And honestly, I'm so excited for you guys just to see everything because it's going to be different from everything else just because the times are different with, you know, social distancing, quarantine, everything, COVID, and being pregnant with your twin sister. Wow. And then then our filming was postponed. So I don't think a lot of women film when they're up until they're about to pretty much give delivery. Oh, no. You're going to see how huge Nicole and I look in our green screens, but that's okay. And let me just tell you what's in this drink. So it is three thinly sliced lemon wheels, three ounces of pink lemonade, three ounces of fever tree bitter lemonade soda, and three strawberries. That definitely sounds like a celebration to me. Celebration, sister, for my taste buds. I love it. So this episode, we wanted to do something really fun. We really wanted to do a baby shower theme. So we want to invite all of you, our Bella Army, to our baby shower. Nicole and I actually did have a baby shower. Um, We actually filmed it for Total Bellas. It was different because we had to go by all the COVID rules. So only 10 people at a gathering. Everyone had a social distance. You'll be able to see it on TV, but um, it was gorgeous, but different. So we're like, you know what? Let's have a really fun one on our podcast. Yeah. I mean, and the social distancing one, it ended up being very magical and beautiful. I will say, you know, and I think I've said this um, before, it is crazy just going through this whole pregnancy and not having best friends touch your belly and family members and Um, you know, I had this dream I was going to have this massive baby shower in San Diego, but you know what? It, the social distancing one ended up being beautiful and there was 10 of us and what cloth and flame did in Phoenix was just unreal. 
Um, you didn't feel like you're missing out on anything. And you know what? We love our Bella Army. So I'm so happy we're doing a baby shower episode here on the podcast. Yes, but something that's a little different with this baby shower is Nikki and I don't want any gifts. Which no. we did even at our baby shower we just had, we didn't do any gifts because we have everything we need. We're we really lucky enough do. to have all our essentials. So we decided to partner up with UNICEF for a Bella Twins UNICEF World Baby Shower. And we'll give you our links on our social medias. And if you guys go, you can actually, instead of buying us gifts, buy gifts for mothers around the world who need essentials for their babies. Yes. And honestly, if any of you have been you know, sitting around thinking like, oh, I I just want to donate somewhere, whether it's $10, $15. This is such a great opportunity. And especially if you who are moms listening, you know all the essentials you need when that baby comes. And there are so many women in the world who can't afford that. So please head to UNICEF and donate on behalf of Brie and I at Bella's World Baby Shower because we just really want to give back. Yes. And we want to give you guys a couple updates because um, someone who actually threw us our fun little baby shower was our mom, um, Mama Bella. But as you guys saw on our social media, Mama Bella had emergency brain surgery. Yes. So if you watch the season finale of Total Bellas and you've been seen on our social medias, Four months ago, our mother was diagnosed with Bell's palsy, or at least mm-hmm. they thought it was Bell's palsy. Right. February, right, Brie? Yeah. Because it was, it was your my gender, ba- reveal. My gender reveal. So when was that? I believe that was the end of February. Wow. So February. And so my mom, gosh, what, would you say um, majority of her face was paralyzed? Was it the right side? I, mean, I think it's her left side. Her left. You're right. Yeah. It left. was her left side. Um, you saw it a lot in her eye and her mouth and her forehead. But um, she started to also get other little signs, whether it was like with her head and all that. But they just told her Bell's palsy and one day you'll wake up and it'll all go away. And then a couple weeks ago, my mom woke up. Her face was more paralyzed. Her whole face went numb. She was extremely dizzy. She couldn't taste. And so Johnny ended up taking her to the Mayo Clinic and they did an MRI and they saw a mass on our mother's brainstem as big as a blueberry that was, was it pushing on nerves? So it was, well, it was sticking out of her brainstem attached and it was starting to hit nerves. And the thing is, they could tell it was growing rapidly when they, they looked at it. Right. So what they said is that she needed surgery as soon as possible. But because of COVID, they were really nervous to do it because now the hospitals are packed again with patients so they were debating if my mom should wait or not um, until this all calms down. But it, it is in a very dangerous spot. And you know what's crazy is actually the spot it was in is a fatal spot. So my mom's actually so lucky that she saw the symptoms on her face because if she didn't have any symptoms well, and walking around with this down the road, it could have been well, fatal. And- what really made her nervous and where her husband, Johnny was like, okay, no, we need to go to the emergency room was all of a sudden my mom's left side. She couldn't walk straight. Um, her balance was off. Her speech started to be affected and her face was drooping even more. So it started to affect the whole left side of the body, which, and then she almost had what you would call vertigo as well on top of it. So it wasn't just the paralyzing in the face, which is usually just what Bell's policy does. It was her whole left side And even when she went in and they did a test, her left eye wouldn't move from right to left. And that's when the doctors immediately said, you need a brain MRI. There's something going on. But when, you know, my mom, we were all nervous this surgery day because they said surgery would take four to six hours when she was actually in there and they opened her up. And on the seventh hour, we hadn't heard from any of the doctors. And so you can imagine just, we were super nervous. But they just, they really took their time in there and they really cleaned everything out and wanted to double check. But when they came out, they told us that if she didn't come in and have it, like a few months down the road, it'd be fatal. It's so crazy. So, but thank you all for all the love you guys showed her on social media and just everyone who reached out to us and all your prayers. You have no idea what that meant to her. And we believe in the power of prayer. And so all of you just sending those vibes. Um, we're lucky our mother had a very successful surgery. She's now on the road to recovery, which will be about six months to a year. Mm-hmm. And we were lucky enough to see, cause Nicole and I have been in quarantine and we haven't been exposed to anyone. And we've been stir crazy, just contained in our homes that we were able to see her. And 
we had a great conversation with her and it's been so nice just to like see her mom be our mom again. And she's very beat up. She has a long road, but we're just so happy that yeah. she has light at the end of the tunnel. Well, and you know, what was crazy was Artem and I, we were going to head back to LA and we were filming our last week of Total Bellas and then all of this happens. And, you know, Artem and I both just said like, we need to stay here. Like we can't go to LA you know, it's crazy because Total Bells ended up catching this. So when Total Bells comes out, you guys are actually going to see a lot behind the scenes. And my mom really wanted the cameras to roll because obviously we all were like, no. But my mom's like, think of how many people out there think they have Bell's palsy or they have certain symptoms and the doctors don't give them MRIs on their brain. And then they find out they have these gross or tumors or cancer And it's so late in the game. And so she really wanted to be so open and honest and vulnerable. But it was funny because our showrunner, Andrea, was like, now I see where you two get your strength from. It's, you know, because our family, we were just raised, we weren't raised as vulnerable women. And um, we've always had issues with letting our guards down or being emotional in front of people. We like to do it in private. And even when this whole thing was going on with my mom, I think... I tended to be more strong about it where like I didn't take her symptoms as serious as they were because my mom's my hero. So it's like, no, she, she can't have something like that. It isn't as bad as it seems. And, and then it was a lot worse than what it all seemed. It was, it was really bad. So, which made me feel so guilty and it's just been nice being there for her every day. And, and then I just see how she's recovering and I'm like, Mom, you do know that I probably got fearless Nikki from you. Like the reason why I was so fearless in the ring or so determined to come back after my broken neck, seeing how you're recovering from brain surgery. Yeah, that's me. That's where I got it. And I definitely got Brie mode from my mother too. The drinking (laughs) side of mom. You sure did. My mom and I get drunk the exact same way. It's pretty fun. Uh, But um, it's a trip to me. It really is. You both are twins in that way. But speaking of mommy stuff, um, Nicole and I want to update you on our latest doctor's appointment. So I've been doing my weeklies, but Nicole just started her weeklies. And, um, and if you are someone who has kids, you know, weeklies means you're coming to the end of your third trimester, which means the baby will be here before you know it. And it's crazy because our last appointment, our baby's heart rates were exactly the same, like identical. And um, Nicole, what were they? 145? No, no, 135. Yeah, I've always been in the 130s. Yeah, 135. So then we go in this time. My baby shot up to 145. I thought she said 147. Maybe it was 145. No, it was 145. And then Nicole went down 132. Mm -hmm. You guys all Nicole's having a boy. We don't know what I'm having. But good old wives tells will tell you I'm having a girl if that's my heart rate. But I want to see you guys go to the Bella's podcast IG and tell me what you think I'm having. Do you think a boy or a girl? Um, A lot of my the wives tells tell me a boy. But then the heart rate, I'm like, wait a sec. Maybe I'm having a girl. Yeah. You know, with you, it's weird, Brie. I've always felt boy, unless I'm around Birdie and how Birdie will talk, I feel girl. Uh, But we're in our doctor's appointments, I feel boy. But then this past one is the first time I kind of felt girl. Um, But I think it was just because the heart rates were so different. But the one good thing about our appointments is that you and I both have very healthy babies that are measuring perfect. So... Yes, that that is the good thing. And also, I am already, you guys, dilated at a one. That's crazy. Which, I'll find out this week they check me. Yeah, but I bet you're not dilated yet. I mean, with Birdie, I, I was 10 days late and I still hadn't dilated. Hey, never say never. You never know. It's true. But um, mom said with the, her first, with you and I, she never dilated till yeah. the end. But yeah, so it, it was crazy to hear I was dilated at one because when I went to the hospital 10 days late with Birdie still at, dilated at a zero. I was like, oh my gosh. So it was very much heaven to my ears to hear I'm dilated one, but who knows what that means. But the babies are coming soon, so we're so excited. But Nicole and I, we were actually, we had the funniest thing happen to us this morning that we have to tell you guys. So we were out um, as a family just you know playing outside, and we saw this woman walking her dog, and these two dogs other dogs, loose dogs, come and like kind of attack the dog and people came and helped and the woman fell. 
But Nicole and I, with our pregnancy hormones, both just like start crying. Well, we I went could over to help my eyes as well. Out. Yeah, we went over to help. But, yeah. but it, we felt her her nerves and being sh- like so shaken up by everything. And we cried. And I never cry. No, we never cry. I mean, how many times are people like sad things happen? And they're like, the bells just don't cry. But yeah. then like you and I, if we were alone in a room, we would have bawled our eyes out because we oh my were gosh. so emotional this morning so about emotional. it. It's just, it's weird what pregnancy will do to you, you know? It really is. It's been, I mean, such an eye-opening experience for me, just how the body changes. And I'll admit, like, I'm at like four and a half weeks left in my pregnancy. And you all are right how uncomfortable it gets towards the end. Sleeping, it's so weird because I was talking to Brie about this. When I sleep on my left side, I feel like I'm squishing my baby boy and he doesn't like it, just how his kicks are. So I always then go on my right side and his kicks just seem better. (laughs) I don't know if it's in my head. Um, But then it's like, oh my gosh, my pelvis bones at this point are just throbbing so bad and everything's swollen and everything throbs. And then the one thing I've noticed right now, and I think it's just because of all my inflammation, but anywhere I've had an injury is just a constant throb. And when it gets to the evening, I can actually barely walk because my ankles hurt so bad. And so I'm finally feeling all of your pain when you get towards the end, when you just talk about the discomfort and all you want to do is just sleep eight hours straight, especially because I don't have kids yet, so I have that opportunity. Yeah. It's, and wow. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, my third trimester with Birdie. breathing? Yeah, the breathing's oh my unreal. My third trimester with Birdie was worse than the one I'm going through now because I dealt with the carpal tunnel in my hands. I, I became swollen, I felt like, early on in my third trimester. And then I was 10 days late, so my third trimester felt forever. Because I think like all moms, when you see your due date, you hope like the baby comes before that. And then when you get closer to your due date, you're like any day now. And then I was so demoralized every day I saw after my due date. I, I was could, like, you know, I could see that because I'm very excited for my due date. And one is just because I want to meet my baby boy. And, right. you know, I just want to meet him and I want to start to take care of him and learn how to be a mom and be an amazing mom. Because even when he kicks throughout the night, because, I mean, Brie, you were so right about this, they become so much more active when you lay down. Oh my gosh, they do. Um, but it makes me smile every time he starts kicking me because I just can feel the love in it. So like it never bothers me or annoys me, but I just want him to get here. I just want to stare at him. I want to stare at all his features and his feet and his hands and I want to smell him and I want to kiss him. And so I'm just so anxious. It's like, are, are your last few weeks, do they go like, do they go longer because you're they so feel excited? Slower, yeah. They do feel slower. Great. For I had sure. a feeling. And I think it's because you're just sitting around waiting because you'll have friends who went two weeks early naturally or they a month early or you have people who are like you just don't know where you're going to be and what your birth story is so you just kind of every day like is it going to be today yeah. and every like ache and pain you feel you're like wait is this a sign is it about to happen and Aww. so I think it makes the days feel super long I love that well you know one thing I will say about my son is that he loves meditation music And, you know, they say at this point, like I sing him the same song a few times a day because it helps him even outside of the womb. And we read the same book and Brie and Brian had suggested that to Artem and I. Um, And, but I, cause I listen to the same meditation music every day. It's so cute. I listen to two different ones when I put it on. He just gets, I mean, he's like his daddy. He just starts bumping and grinding, moving, gets so excited. And I love it. Cause I'm like, Oh, these are going to be the ones that I'm going to play when he's here. And it's going to be weird. Cause when you play him, you'll see he'll have that same reaction like in person. Oh, yeah. Cause Birdie wait, had goodness. the same stuff with this hypno birthday music. And it was I, to where I would play it a lot in the car yeah, like, to get her to stop crying. I love that. Well, you know, Artem and I, we keep his smiling ultrasound pick I'm on our mirror and I just smile every time I see it. And I'm like, that's a smile I'm going to be seeing, which it's crazy. But to see how smiley he is, like, oh my gosh. It's so cute. I know. And, and I know I have told people before that I'd posted on Instagram, but it was weird because when I was going to post it and then I just felt like, I, I don't know, it just didn't feel right. So I haven't done it yet, but... We'll see. It's something I have to discuss with daddy, but it, it's just, I do I, see where you want to keep some things private, for but it, sure. it's just so damn cute that I want to share it with the world, you know? Yeah. But I do, I do think you should keep some stuff private. Yeah. But we'll see because maybe, 
<laughs> I think people need to see a smiling baby in the womb. But you know what I want to bring up is, um, you know, what I'm loving about now having an Instagram for the Bellas podcast is we were asking tips for nursery essentials and Brie and I, of course, read everything, you guys. So um, I loved what so many of you said. One, someone had said about keeping your crib empty because safe sleep is important, have no um, blankets, crib bumpers, all that stuff. And I've heard so much about those crib bumpers because I was about to buy them because you look at Restoration Hardware and you're like, damn, they look cute. Yeah, but I didn't buy it for that reason either. I mean, I didn't have it with Birdie because, you know, you hear about a lot of accidents, so why even take the chance? Totally. I so agree. And um, just drinking a lot of water for breastfeeding to help with the milk... Um, I really loved that. Oh, and you've said this one before. A lot of women were saying sleep when the baby sleeps. Yes. It's hard because I think, you know, you get excited for your free time. And, um, so you're like, what can I do right now? That is just about me. But you realize you need to sleep. Like that's, that needs to be your self-care time. Totally. And I thought that someone also wrote that I thought was really cute that you keep a shirt, um, that you've worn to give your baby while you're sleeping so they have their your scent on it. Have you heard of that? I haven't heard of that, but where do you put it? Where do they just like tuck oh, it in or something? They or? didn't say, but I wonder. I mean, maybe I spray my son with Creed. Your baby's <laughs> going to be on you every three hours, I, yeah. or you're going to be holding him. and So I feel like he'll get a lot of your scent. Maybe yeah. at the time that if you go out of town and you don't bring him. And Brie, people were bringing up the wipe warmers. The wipe warmers? Yeah. The but, wipes warmer. Yeah. Those are, those are pretty amazing. I, I got mine. But if you're doing cloth diapers, are you going to do regular wipes or are you going to do cloth wipes? I, need, I still need to figure that out. Now, I have already bought in diapers, I will admit. Um, but I'm willing to actually try cloth diapers. I'm not opposed to it. And, hey, my washer like, has the button for sanitize. And I saw you do it with Birdie, and it didn't freak me out, didn't gross me out. It was actually very easy. Yeah, I mean, Brian and I didn't even use wipes. We used the cloth wipes. And so every night before I went to bed, I'd put a bowl of water next to the changing table. Yeah. Right on the changing table. But, um, and I would use, that's how I'd wipe her. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, you know what I really loved what someone wrote? Yeah. They said, don't read too many books. That things happen naturally. Well, that's good for you because I don't think you've won, read one. I have read one. <laughs> I've read parts of two, actually. But I actually, I feel that. So The thing, when I was, pre- I mean, I didn't feel it this pregnancy. Even though I, I've been reading one called Nurture. But with Birdie, when I got pregnant, the thing I got excited about is I wanted a book to tell me, like, on the daily, my body changes and weekly changes. I, I was, like, really curious to know, like, all of that. And I'm someone too, like, I like to know what I'm getting myself into. Right. Like, that's why I watched no, a lot of videos I mean, and stuff. Cause I was like, when you bring an infant home, what is the schedule? Like, what does it right. do? Like, what do you do? So I, I like wanted to read up on that or like watch videos on that because that I didn't want to be shocked. Right. I agree with that, but I, I don't know if it's cause I went through the process so much with you with Bernie right. that that's what makes me feel a little more comfortable I mean, because I know read, all the time. I was there all the time and I know Reading or not reading, I'm still going to freak out and be nervous. That right. Those nerves aren't going to go away. It's just like when you go in for a match. It's like sometimes you know a part of the match, but you still have those nerves. I know like, okay, here are the things, but I'm just no matter what going to be nervous driving home. and Yeah, and then you realize you it's know. Groundhog's Day every day, every night, and after the first week you feel like a pro. Yeah, so all you moms, thank you so much for your tips on our Instagram. I really loved reading them all, and they help. They it's do great. help. I have to say, over books, I actually like hearing from people who've gone through it, which I mean, usually it's probably a mom author anyways, but you know what I mean. I get that. And you guys also, because we did ask you to call our hotline and leave us some really fun mommy tips. So thank you so much for calling in. We got so much great advice there too. So we're going to play one of them for you right now. And then at the end of the episode, we want to share some more mommy tips for you. So make sure you listen for those after the episode. But let's hear this one. Hi, Bellas. Uh, my name's Courtney and I'm a new mom. And I guess my mom tip would be something I learned from a friend who has um, more children than I do. And she told me that the days are long and the years are short. So in those moments that you start to feel really overwhelmed or tired to just enjoy the days, even the tough moments, because 
before you know it, they won't be your babies anymore. Anyways, uh, that is my tip. I love you guys. And uh, thanks for making me smile every week. Oh my gosh. Oh, Courtney, that's a great tip. And I, it's so true. It's so true. I mean, I haven't been through it yet, but from what I hear from everyone, and it's such, you know, I'm happy you called in and said that because I feel like you, everyone always needs that constant reminder. Days are long, but years are short. Yeah. I remember those six to eight weeks being so long, but now Birdie's three years old and I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. Oh my gosh. So, but before we end opening up, I thought, you know what? This is our baby shower episode, so I need to play a game with Nicole. Because when you go to baby showers, you play games. Ooh. And I thought one that could be really fun is name that nursery rhyme. Oh, wow. And I'm going to hum it, so... Oh, come on. We've heard you on Killer Rumor. Because this is my... Don't be shy now. Well, I'm not going to sing it. I thought humming would be better. Okay, yeah, humming. And so my thing is this, is that when you become a mom, you do sing a lot. I think that's why all of a sudden, like... I'm already singing. Yeah, you sing, you dance, you do funny faces. But nursery rhymes, I feel like, are really important. Yeah. So, Nicole, let's see if you can remember your nursery rhymes. Let's see. All right. I mean, that's the wheels on the bus go round and right. Yes, you know that song. Be Can this count as Bella Brains? Humpty Dumpty. Nope. What? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jack and Jill mm-hmm. go up the hill. Nope. You get one more guess. I know the song, but I can't think of the name. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, it's Hickory Dickory Hick- Dock. Yes, Hickory Dickory Dock. Oh my gosh, I haven't heard okay. that one in a long time. Um, uh, the farm song. Yeah, yeah, yo. But what's the name? Um, Old MacDonald yes. had a farm. Good job. So I'm like, wait, is that Ronald or McDonald? Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. Row, row, row your boat. Good Actually, job. Actually, I just got that for um, the nursery because of Artem's love for fishing and wants to take our son fishing. So. Oh, I love that. And then, <laughs> on her spout, down came the rain and washed the spider out. Yeah, I got it, girl. Um, so what's the name of the song? Um the Incy Bincy Spy. Yes. Good it's job. <laughs> okay. So one last one and I will say, and then we are done, that I think you've won this game. I definitely think so. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the name. I know it. Mm-hmm. World so high, like a diamond. Twinkle, twinkle. Yes. So you did good, Nicole. I will say this. I mean, I pretty much your baby right. is gonna be it's gonna really... know his nursery rhymes. Yeah, good. We have nothing to worry about. Maybe my voice will get better in a year. We can actually maybe do a duet on here. We can. All right, Brie. Well, I have to say that was actually a really fun game. Imagine if you didn't made that a drinking game at a baby shower. Of course, I mean, you'd obviously. Say that. The you know my my humming could have been better, but yeah, it's okay. But it was fun, and you know what? We've been having a fun baby shower game with all of you on RIG at the Bella's podcast with Brina's baby picks. It's been really fun seeing all of your guesses. Yeah. Um. So we are definitely going to reveal that this week on Instagram. So make sure to look out for it. Because I have to say, a lot of people got it wrong. Um, I'm not going to say. Don't say yet. Okay, I won't say. Let them keep guessing. Keep guessing. All right, you guys. And now it's time for something we see people debate about all the time. Up next is Matchup of the Week. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce 
that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh yeah, and you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum, and their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, it's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And we really do. And we actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm -hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. 
And you know what's the cutest thing is every time her dad comes to visit, he calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay, how many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me, yes. And we deserve, as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista. And now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. All right, everyone. So welcome back to Matchup of the Week, where Bree and I pick a topic to debate, and then we leave it up to our listeners to vote on Instagram who won the debate. That's right. And we're doing something special. This debate is inspired by one of our questions we got from our hotline. And it's something that Nicole and I actually hear people talk about all the time. So here's today's question. Hey, fellas. This is Lulu. I'm such a big fan of you guys. It's not really much of a question, but I was curious. I have friends who always say that when they give birth, they want their face done, they want their makeup done, they want to look good when they give birth and the time that they get their pictures done and when they're holding their baby. So I'm wondering, do you guys want your makeup done or do you guys want to go bare face when you guys give birth? Thank you, Lulu. You know, it's actually funny because I feel like a lot of people will ask us this. Like, do Mm -hmm. you go in? Because a lot of people do with full makeup, all glammed up, looking your best for delivery. Or do you go in bare face? I agree. This is, I think, a great debate question. Makeup done and looking your best or bare face for delivery? Now, Bree and I actually both stand on the same side of this. We both are strong believers in being bare face for delivery. I want my baby to meet me bare and all um, because it's coming out bare and all. Yeah, so I am very much about bare faced. I was bare faced and looked absolutely horrible when Birdie came out. You did not. Yeah, but I mean, I, I didn't bring makeup to delivery. I didn't bring any of that. But I do like to debate for the people who might not be on my side. I find it really fun. I know. And Brie immediately, you know, said, I'll debate for the glam people, which, you know, you would have thought it was me because I'm the more bougie twin. Well, if you want to switch, we can. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm very happy to debate the bare face. And this is the reason why I'm going to, because I heard a lot of mom's reasonings for why they want to wear makeup. So I'm like, I get it. So let's see if I so I'm can convince in, you guys. Yeah, I'm interested to hear Bree's reasonings that she's heard from other people because I haven't heard these yet. So Maybe you're going to want to be all glammed up by the time we're done. No, I won't. You don't know. Don't I'm a know. good debater. Okay, well, how about this? Because, Bree, you are a good debater. You will go first. And for some of you that are new to our podcast, here are the rules. We each have 30 seconds to make an opening statement for our side of the issue. And then we have two minutes for final arguments free for all. All right, sister. The glam squad's up first. All right. 30 seconds. Hit that clock. Okay, so these pictures that you will have from delivering your baby, you're going to have for the rest of your life. Your kids are going to want to see them a hundred times, and then your grandkids are going to want to see them. So you want to look your best. I've met many people, someone like my mom, who's like, don't show those pictures. It's so embarrassing. I look awful. I see the ones of me holding Birdie right after delivery. I look awful. So I understand wanting to look your best, being glammed up, because these pictures are going to live on forever, and so many people are going to see them for some... For generations. You cheater. Cheater. Okay, ready? Mm -hmm. Go. So I 100% disagree. One thing that I've been taught so much during this pregnancy is to let go of vanity. And your body, there's so much natural things that are happening to your body. And guess when it happens the most? It's when we're in the delivery room giving birth, bringing this miracle of life into the world. And I believe that you truly should be bare faced. You need to be who you are naturally as a woman, as you're meeting your baby. Who cares about people seeing the photos? Just like when everyone... Time's up, time's up. Oh, I was not done. That's all right. We get two minutes to debate. Here we go. 
you know, especially with everyone saying, you know, there's always the debate half and half. Don't you don't have to always post your ultrasounds and all this. Well, then why are you glamming up to everyone show photos in the delivery room? Loves to post their pictures from delivery when they're first kid. Instagram's a big but deal isn't nowadays. It just so, so weird to have this baby who still has like your insides on them, and you're like there with like full head of makeup and like your woman hair done. Feel good. She just right now went through the biggest marathon of her life. The biggest thing. If she but wants to wear a little a makeup mar- and a feel marath- good, right? But when you go through a marathon, you're not wearing glam. And Some I guess might. my athlete perspective too is like, I'm going in this. I want to be stretched out. I want to be hydrated. I want to be prepped. Not everyone had labors not- like me. Some people sneeze and the baby comes flying. Which so- is you know, and I get it. But I guess it's just. So odd to me that you want to be if, decked out for something that you might be sweating for 48 hours. You don't frame, want to expect. When people frame pictures in their house and they want to showcase the best pictures of their family, of themselves, they want to look the best on their wedding days. Why not look the best on your delivery day? Put it right up in the but, wall no, with everything this is, else. But this is my thing, what, what we're all missing here. You look your best bare face. You don't look better just because you're slapping on fake eyelashes and lipstick. Some people don't feel that. But see, that's what's sad about the world now. We live in this filtered world. I think there's nothing more beautiful when it is just the woman's bare face of everything she gave to push that baby out. And what about the women that look at their pictures that don't feel they look good so they never share them? Look at the photo I posted of Birdie and I. Like, I was exhausted. I didn't even birth Birdie. But being with you during all that time. Oh, I know. I posted my pictures. Yeah. I didn't care. But I'm saying some people do care. And I didn't look great, but it was such a real, natural, organic moment. And I couldn't have imagined that moment of her looking at me and I'm like decked out to the nines that would be so crazy and my baby i don't want him to like have his face on my face and then all right foundation on it i mean how weird all right right. listen lady i get some time's up time's up time's up welcome to the world little boy okay see then you cheat and then doesn't make it fun to debate whatever all right, everyone. Well, we're going to post a poll on IG for you to vote. So make sure to head to at the Bellas podcast Instagram because we are posting the poll. And I am so curious to see what is going to win this debate and what you all think. So remember to glam or, or to bareface, not to glam or not to glam. And I will say this. Um, one thing Nicole is right. Everyone looks very beautiful after they give birth bareface. Mm. So if you are one of those moms who are like kind of on the fence thinking you don't look good without makeup, trust me, you do. Oh, and yeah. the way you will glow and the, just that happiness, what do they call that? That, um, glow? not ecstasy, but you know that, um, mm. what's another word for happiness that just is so surrounded by you. will just come right off your, your face. Aura? Maybe. I don't know. No. Can we say pregnancy brain again? Yeah, there's so much of it. Well, we should do a drinking game on Honestly, pregnancy brain. But you brain. know what? Definitely make sure you vote on Instagram because I'm very curious to see because it might be half and half. And I understand it. If you want to dress up and get decked out, you go. You go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we both just cheated for each other. I think we did. That's kind of weird. Wow. But actually, in some way, really nice of us. Thanks, Brie. All right, you guys, up next is Dear Bellas. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and <laughs> in our eyes. Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. Ooh, that is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Chapter 1. Wayfair welcomes you to the neighborhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, 
ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the Waverhood, she said, where Wafer helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trendsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love Chapter 2. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Welcome back to our segment, Dear Bellas, where we give Bella-style advice to our listeners. Because who needs Abby when you have two Bellas? <laughs> That's right. And here's today's question. Hey, Bellas, this is Samantha. So my question is for the both of you. I am a nursing mom, and I've been through the ups and the downs of nursing whether it be hardships of not producing or just like the dirty looks you get from your coworkers when you tell them you have to pump. How do you guys get through that? And now that, um, Nikki, you're going to be a mom, how do you think you'll get through that if you do choose to breastfeed? And just what is your advice and how do you deal with that, whether it be breastfeeding in public or trying to pump or nurse in private? Thank you so much. Love y'all. Bye. Ooh, Samantha, that's a good question and one that I have so much advice on. Oh, I knew. Bree's eyes were (laughs) lighting up and getting very big, Samantha, when you were asking your question. Were they lighting up? But I was getting ready to throw a couple drop kicks at your coworkers and other people because shame on them for making you feel any certain way when you are a breastfeeding mom. You know, I'll have to say the one thing I, when Birdie hit about two and a half months old, I started travel with her a lot, which meant I was breastfeeding in public a lot. And I know what you mean about those looks or how people want to make you feel uncomfortable, but I, it always blew my mind because so many people do so many crazy stuff in public. I'm feeding a child. Right. I am doing the most natural thing a human being can do, and that is giving nutrients and food to a growing baby. Like, there's nothing weird about that, and it should never be weird to people. But one thing I would do, and it was funny because it took me a couple times because I was very nervous and kind of lacked confidence when I first started to breastfeed and especially in public, I'm like, what do I do? And then I was like, you know what? No, you're a lioness, Brie. This is your cub. And I would stare people dead in the face back. And in my head, I was like, I hope they say something because I have about a hundred more words I'm about to say to them. (laughs) And I would always prepare myself. Anytime I'd go to the airport or I would just be anywhere traveling, I was always prepared to have this like promo in my head. And maybe it's the professional wrestler in me, but I was like always ready to cut a promo on someone who's going to make me feel guilty for like breastfeeding in public. So what I recommend is always have a couple few words in the back of your pocket. So if someone gives you a certain look, you can kind of give them just three, you know, words that it's almost like kind of Nicole, what would you say? It's like, they're nice words, but at the same time, they'll sting someone's heart and soul. Well, it's what I like to call you kill someone with kindness. But you give them like just a couple words back of just education, but also letting them know like they just stepped over the boundary. Like they just stepped over yeah, the Yeah, well, and like for me, because I haven't experienced any of this yet before because I'm going to be a new mom. But I think also when it happens, being on this side of it, is those people have never been a mom probably yet before. So they don't know. That's actually not true. I feel like sometimes it's more. Really? Other women who have been moms feel like. They're like judging. Like if someone's breastfeeding in public or pumping. Well, I mean, then I find that crazy because I would assume it's people who just don't understand. But, you know, one thing that I have learned so far from this pregnancy process is 
you know, my body isn't just mine anymore right now. My body, I'm sharing it with another human being. I'm growing another human being and it's my child. And when this child comes out into this world, this baby, it is my job as its mother to provide for it and help raise it the best way I can, which is feeding. So if anyone's ever going to give me a dirty look, I've already learned from just doing a naked maternity shoot with my sister who just threw her robe off and was able to walk out there bush and all in front of everyone. I was like (laughs) very timid at first, but then when I got naked, I realized it's so different. It wasn't sexual. It was like, I'm sharing this beautiful body right now with someone else. And this is motherhood. And I feel like when that happens, when I breastfeed in public or pump in public, that I'm not even going to care about the dirty looks anymore because I'm providing for my baby right now. And you want to shame on me for making sure that the health of my baby is on par, then so be it. But I, I feel like I'm I'm going to be in that place. I don't know. I have to get there. But um, Samantha, I would just definitely say, you know, ignore it or like Brie loves to have those promo words in her back pocket. Yeah. Just be like, how would you provide for your child? And one, I find it so beautiful that you still practice whatever you can to provide that breast milk because that breast milk is better than a golden latte. I mean, but it, it's the most incredible thing you could give your child if 100%. you can still provide it. And I just think too, it's telling people this is the most natural thing you could do as a woman. Like this is what we, this is it's what we motherhood. were on pretty much a planet to do is procreate. And you know, my husband was always like, just tell him, you like, shouldn't bone to the dome when your mommy ain't home. So if you keep on staring, you're going <laughs> to see my leg go up to your head. Right. And you know, but also it's just reminding people like, come on, look at this. This is beautiful. Right. I mean, would you rather have my kid have a big Pepsi and Cheetos sit right here and have a conversation with you? Right. So, but Samantha, we're on your side and the Bellas want to give you just vibes of feeling confident and having courage to just all the people that make you feel ashamed or embarrassed or make you feel small because you're doing that in public. We have your back. Shame on them. You're yeah. doing an amazing thing. The fact that you're out there, you're working and you're still putting time and effort because I would be that person in a meeting where I'd be like, um, I'm going to go pump real quick. And I'm sure it bothered people, but it meant more to me to be able to provide that for birdie than to sit in like right. a, a meeting. Just remember at the end of the day, Samantha, you're being an amazing mom and sometimes words do feel good to say back to someone. Just look at them and go, I'm trying my best to be the best mother ever. Yeah. And honestly, I think people, their heart would break when you look at them and say that, like, how dare I make her feel bad? <laughs> so thank you so much, Samantha, for calling in. And if anyone else wants a chance to hear from us, make sure to give us a call at 833-Q-Bellas. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Yes, and thank you so much for coming to Nikki and our baby shower. And please stick around for more mommy tips after this. Oh, I love it. And make sure to vote for the winner of this week's Matchup of the Week on Instagram. Tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's Podcast. And call 833-Q-Bellas to ask us for on-air advice in our segment, Dear Bellas. Show us love by rating the show, leaving a review, and hitting subscribe. And we just launched a new Instagram exclusively dedicated to the Bella's podcast. So make sure to follow us at the Bella's podcast until next week. Remember to stay fearless and you always go Brie mode. If you drink along with us, see See you you next next Wednesday. Wednesday. And as Bertie likes to say, bye bye. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Bree. This is Kayla from Kentucky. I was uh, listening to your podcast this morning and very inspirational, very um, uplifting every Wednesday when I'm getting ready for work. Um, in terms of uh, advice for um, for you guys, uh, Nikki, for a first-time mom, I always tell people the little gowns that don't have the snaps on them because it makes such a big difference late at night when you're tired, you are trying to get the baby changed and you just don't want to deal with the crying. So I definitely recommend the gowns uh, for the baby to sleep in at night. And I also 
recommend that you make sure your laundry detergent is dye-free, perfume-free, all of that. The more friendlier it is for babies, the better. And three, um, as a mom of two myself, I would recommend that you do one-on-one dates with Birdie between you and Brian because she will feel unfortunately lonely. She'll feel that the new baby is taking time away from you all uh, and from her mama and her daddy, uh, speaking from experience. So I would recommend that you would do one-on-one dates with Birdie, whether it's you and Brian together, just you or just Brian. Hi, this is Alexa from Indiana. I've listened to you guys and watched you guys on Total Divas and now Total Bellas. And um, I'm obsessed, but I also am a new mom. I have a four-month-old. I gave birth right before the pandemic. And I just wanted to say a piece of advice, even though, Bree, you already have a a child, is the Windy by Frida. It helps with constipation, and it has been a lifesaver with my baby boy. It helps him, and it's a natural way to help him without having to take any medicine. So I thought, Bree, you might love that. You might have already used them. The nose Frida is great also, but the Windy that you stick in their butt, which I'm sorry, I know that's so gross, but it helps so much. I love you guys. Congratulations to both of you, and congratulations to Nikki with Artem. Hi, Bellas. My name's Amanda. I'm from New York. I currently have a five-year-old and a seven-year-old. My girls are exactly 22 months apart, and the very first time I was left home after having my second one, I was nursing my baby and my oldest, who was 22 months, ended up leaking out of her diaper and I didn't know what to do. So my best advice is to make sure, especially for Bree, that your oldest has either gone potty or has been changed and is dry because you do not want to have a huge mess on your hands as you're nursing another baby. Hey, Bellas, it's Kim calling. Love the podcast. It's awesome. I listen every week and I look forward to it every week. One of the things you mentioned was you wanted to get some mom advice. Um, Specifically for a boy, one of the things that worked for me when I was changing my little guy was using a washcloth so that he didn't squirt me with his private parts. So I thought that was a really great um tip that I learned from another mom and I wanted to pass that on and um, something that you might want to use for your new baby boy, Nicole. Hi, Bellas. This is Lauren from New Jersey. I'm just calling with some baby advice for baby shower. Um, One of the things that I came to realize was that it's really important to let your husband come and to help you. At first, you want to take it all on your own and it can be really challenging, especially after giving birth. And the other part of that, too, is to be okay when your husband does something differently than the way that you do it. Because your baby needs that and your baby needs to feel someone different and hear a voice of someone different. And the baby is going to be okay. It's going to make them flexible and happy with both parents. So best wishes. I'm so excited for you. Hey, Bella. This is Stephanie calling from Mariana, California. I just want to say congrats to both of you on your expecting babies. I wanted to just say one thing that I always tell new moms is don't forget the nips. you got to take care of those nipples, especially with breastfeeding. They can get raw and chapped. One thing I recommend is just using some sort of a balm, all-natural balm, but also your milk is a very good natural healer. And so after breastfeeding, always expressing and just putting it around that nipple. Also on the breastfeeding note, just being super patient with yourself, especially Nikki being a new mom. It's a very hard um, transition, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I'm a mom of two boys. I had two under two, and it was a very challenging time um, initially for my first son, and then my second son. He was my redemption baby, and I made him a fat little Michelin man with my milk. But just be patient either side of the way it goes. If it works out for you, great. If it doesn't work out for you, no problem. Don't let any mom shame you for doing either way. Congrats again, Bella, and I can't wait to see the baby. Hi, Brian and Nicole. I'm a big fan, um, and I have two little girls. They're two and four, and the biggest piece of advice that I always give new moms, so this would be for Nicole. I know all the little newborn clothes are so cute, and you want to buy them all because you want to dress up the baby, but let me tell you, in the beginning, when they're a newborn, say no to anything that has buttons on it. 
you want any kind of a zip up pajama that has a zipper or my favorite was always the gowns that they make for babies that have the elastic around the feet so that when you have to change their diaper at 3 a.m., you just pull it up, change the diaper, pull it back down. Because the last thing you want to do when you're up at all hours of the night is fumble around with buttons on pajamas. So that's my advice. I'm really happy for both of you, and I'm excited to see what Bree's having. Hi, my name is Jessica. First off, I love you both. Um, you both are amazing. And I wanted to give some advice to Bree since she's going to be becoming a uh, second-time mom. I am the mother of a two-year-old, a seven-year-old, and I have an eight-year-old stepdaughter, all girls. So my advice to you is that because you're going to be having your second, your first is going to become an attention seeker. Birdie will love her sibling to death, but she's going to want all of your attention, no matter how much attention your baby is going to need. And, you know, that's normal, but I thought my daughter wasn't going to do it, and she did. Now, she loves her two-year-old sister to death, but, you know, she is an attention seeker. So just reassure her that you love her every day. Obviously, you do. And, you know, just at least once a day, you know, just spend just time with her just so she knows because, you know, they're young. They don't get it. But yeah, that was it. That was my advice to you. And congratulations, both of you. And um, I look forward to hearing another podcast. Thanks. Hi, Bella Twins. My name is Jenny. And I was calling to give you the best piece of advice I heard when I was expecting my son. And it was that you will not give any advice better than what you will get from your own baby. Your baby will let you know exactly what they need, when they need it. So I'm so happy for both of you, and I can't wait to see these babes, and have a good day. My name is Sabrina, and I am from Utah. I am a new mom. My baby boy is six months old, and he was a honeymoon baby. So unexpected, but a big blessing that came into our lives. Um, One advice I have for you guys, and especially Nicole, is when I was pregnant, I had so many opinions coming from everyone and I appreciated it but it overwhelmed me because I didn't know what to do or not to do and until I had my baby boy when he came into my life I just did whatever I felt like was right in the moment and that helped a lot and so Nicole when you become a new mom just go by your instinct mom's instinct is where it's at and that is a true gift that we have as women is a mom instinct and it has been the biggest eye-opener so anyway, I love you guys. I'm so excited for you guys to give birth to your babies and keep being strong. Hi, Bella. This is uh, Marion. So I had my second child when my first child was only a year and a half. And I found it very easy to breastfeed the newborn by basically getting like a Tupperware and having special toys that my one-and-a-half-year-old could play only during the times that I would be breastfeeding. So then they're more occupied and kind of leave you alone while you get to breastfeed your baby. Just wanted to give that little tip to you guys since you were asking on your podcast. Um, Yeah, so I love you guys. Hi, Nikki and Bree. My name is Val, and I love your podcast. I've been listening since it started, and it's really been getting me through quarantine for sure. I'm a mom of two boys, and just some of my advice is, first, Nikki, for you, just don't listen to what anyone else says and do your own thing. Everyone has an opinion, and as a first-time mom, it can be very overwhelming. And Bree, I was in a situation where I had an emergency C-section with my first, and I had a very natural birth with my second. So it's definitely possible, and you just have to kind of let it happen. So I wish you both luck, and I love listening each week and can't wait to hear how everything goes. Hi, Bellas. My name is Giovanni from Las Cruces, New Mexico. I am a 24-year-old mother of two boys, a 10-month-old and a 3-year-old. For Nikki, I would say cherish every moment and parent how you want to parent and ignore the haters. For Bree, I would say help Birdie feel included with her new sibling, have her help out, and just make her feel loved. My son stepped into the role of big brother and is doing it so well. I'm sure Birdie will be amazing. Being a mother, too, isn't as scary as you think. You learn from your first, so you apply what you learned 
your second and change as you go. Something that helps me stay sane is sleep training my now 10-month-old at three months old. I would get about six hours of sleep and it would help. I can't wait to see your parenting journeys. I love you both and good luck. Hi, my name's Carrie. I'm a mom of two. I've got a four-year-old and a year and a half. I've been listening to you guys since the beginning of your podcast and watching your shows and everything. You ladies are amazing. And I'm so glad that both of you get to enjoy motherhood. It's so crazy to think that you guys are transitioning into both being pregnant sisters at the same time. You asked on the last podcast for some motherly advice with everything going on with COVID. I know you guys had kind of mentioned you were nervous about maybe being alone during delivery. With my son, my four-year-old, uh, my husband was deployed. He's active duty uh, Air Force, and I had to FaceTime him into the delivery room, which was insane. The instant our son arrived, and I could even see my husband's face looking at him, like the amount of love just filled the room. And even if you ladies do happen to end up being alone, you've got this. You can do it. Since he was gone, he was gone the first two months of my son's life, I guess. And I also had a lot of anxiety about things. So I just kept actually talking to my son and saying, you know, I'm a first-time mom. You're a first-time baby. We've got this. Hey, Bellas. My name's Christina. I'm a mom of two beautiful littles. My son will be three next week and my daughter's a year and a half. And I know you guys were asking for some mommy advice. First of all, congratulations. I think the biggest piece of advice that someone gave me that really resonated with me is take all of the advice and tips and tricks that everyone gives you, but also know that everyone's baby is so different. So be flexible. Don't feel like you have to do things a certain way because someone said it worked for them, you know, just really figure out what works best for you and your baby. And with Bree having number two, I can tell you from experience, some of the things that may have worked well with Birdie don't always translate to baby number two. So just be flexible. Hope all is well with both of you and your pregnancies and wishing you a happy and safe uh, delivery experience. Chapter 1. Wayfair welcomes you to the neighborhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the neighborhood, she said, where Wayfair helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trendsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love Chapter 2. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home.